0: Hello, you're listening to the Clear Money's online radio show, and today we're interviewing Carrie Singer and Derek Woodbury of the Denver Office of Economic Development about resources available to... excuse me, resources available to businesses out there. I'm your host, Helen Gibson, Community Relations Coordinator at Denver Community Credit Union. Denver Community is a not-for-profit financial cooperative serving the people of the city and county of Denver. If you're interested in joining our cooperative or just learning more about our Clear Money program, please visit our website at denvercommunity.coop. That's denvercommunity.coop. So as I mentioned, today our experts are Carrie and Derek. Hello. Hi. Good Good morning. morning. Good morning. And uh, now that I've tripped over my words, you don't have to worry about tripping over yours because I broke that uh, seal, so to speak. So can you start by sharing with us your contact information just in case people have questions for later, and then we'll kind of jump into all your uh, topics.
1: Sure, Helen. We're with the, again. We're with the Denver Office of Economic Development, which is an office within the City and County of Denver. We have a website at www.milehigh.com. That's m-i-l-e-h-i-g-h dot com, and then our main switchboard for our office is seven
0: two zero nine one three one nine nine nine. Okay. So for those of us maybe not as familiar with the Office of Economic Development as we should be, and particularly the area that you both work in of business assistance, what can you tell them as uh, about your goals as part of the city and county?
1: Sure. The OED, we refer to ourselves as OED, our acronym for the Office of Economic Development. And OED, um, we really exist to advance economic prosperity for the city, for its businesses, neighborhoods, and residents. So obviously, um, on – As far as business development goes, that's a very large focus of our office, uh, specifically business retention and expansion. And really when you look at um, the essential ingredients for a successful business, um, lots of people could whittle it down to access to capital, labor, and markets. You need money. You need funding to to have a successful venture and to plan for for growth and expansion, to meet payroll, to meet expenses, and to thrive. You need labor. You need trained uh, staff. Uh, to carry on your mission and carry on your work. Uh, and then you need markets. You need access to markets, uh, selling opportunities um, uh, for the procurement of your services or products. So within OED, we provide a, a wide range of, of, uh, of services and uh, that really hit on those three areas. And then we also serve as kind of a clearinghouse that we point to other organizations that we'll hit on a little bit later throughout the community that help out in those three areas. But if I could expand just a little bit, and we'll get into this later, but as far as access to capital, we have small business lending programs um, throughout the city. We have small business lending programs within the city, uh, a small business lending group. Uh, each year we lend out, you know, upwards to 4 to $5 million annually to small businesses. Uh, as, as far as access to markets, OED offers business certification programs. They're creating market opportunities for small women and minority-owned businesses throughout the city. And then as far as access to labor, uh, there's the whole public workforce system, which is housed within OED. And specifically, we have four Denver workforce centers uh, that are connecting employers with a with a large pool of applicants for almost any position.
0: Okay, so you do a lot. And I kind of giggled to myself at one point because you talked about certification for small women-owned, and I heard small women, and I was like, okay. <laughs> no,
1: not small
2: women. <laughs> <laughs> I need These
1: think <laughs> categories there. Small businesses, women-owned businesses, <laughs> minority-owned
0: businesses. Awesome. Uh, so that's like the broad picture of it. How does the Business Assistance Center fit into that picture?
2: Yeah, absolutely, Helen. Actually, there are two business assistance centers available to help entrepreneurs, startup businesses, as well as established businesses. One is centrally located downtown at the Wellington Webb office at 201 West Colfax Avenue. Now, we also have a business assistance center located out at the airport, out at DIA. It's on the sixth floor of the main terminal. And essentially, we link entrepreneurs and established businesses, uh, you know, both to cities, state and federal resources that really may help them uh, start, grow, and thrive their business. So, On any given day, we provide a whole continuum of information to business customers, uh, whether it be providing assistance in terms of uh, drafting and writing a business plan. We get a lot of inquiries uh, regarding financing, so whether it's linking them to our in-house lending department or external partners within the community, that's certainly another uh, core resource that we offer. you know, we get we get inquiries about uh, licensing and permitting, uh, taxes, and, and questions that involve the Treasury Division. So we really provide a lot of uh, individual guidance as well as information to those folks. Um, and, again, we have staff available that, that can sit down and, and talk with people. We um, certainly hold uh, routine office hours Monday through Friday, 8 to 5. Um, we can provide some good in-depth guidance as well as recommendations so we we certainly are a hub both at the city level as well as linking entrepreneurs established businesses with our community partners Um, you know we market and promote a wide array of upcoming workshops so you know one certainly uh, has a lot of support by coming into the business assistance center to to start and grow their business so uh, my recommendation again is to encourage folks to stop by and uh,
0: hopefully we can we can, uh provide some some strong guidance on that front okay so if i'm a business owner or i'm starting a business or i'm considering starting the business does it work in such a way that i just walk in or do i call you up at the phone number we had earlier and schedule an appointment
2: absolutely absolutely i guess for startups i recommend they come down in person and no appointment is required uh, in that regard so again someone has an idea someone's you know simply at that gathering information stage I'd recommend they just come down in person again uh, you know if it's a if it's a city and county of Denver business come on down to the Business Assistance Center at the web building um, or again out at the airport uh, and then again if it's a, if it's an established business that uh, you know we may need to uh, it may behoove them for us to uh, provide more in-depth counseling and guidance i would I would, at that point recommend calling ahead of time and we could we can set up a visit. We also have staff available if a business is established in the city and county of Denver, we have staff available that can can come to them so oh, okay, absolutely. so that's a great resource that uh, we can help connect to the business community. Okay. I didn't realize that
0: you could go out to businesses also right,
2: right. So for startups. We really recommend they come in person uh, because at that point in time they can consult our licensing department, you know, our treasury division, and so on and so forth. Again, with established businesses, we have we have a, a small team of people available to uh, provide that in-person consultation at our office or theirs.
0: Okay, and you talked a little bit about financing when you're talking about how you were connecting people to resources. How do you help businesses with financing?
1: Yeah, are really our signature programs. We have are our, our uh, small business lending programs. We have a small business lending group and we have two specific programs, a revolving loan fund and a neighborhood business revitalization program as well. And these are both separate loan programs that the city and county offers. We've been doing it for many, many years. uh, In essence, where we've taken federal dollars allocated to the city through community development block grants through HUD funds and we've created these these, uh, very valuable programs that have created program income over the years that has thus been revolved into providing additional loans. So um, when you basically look at it as far as, you know, at the very basic level what the overall goals are for these programs for the city, it's namely, you know, to create jobs in Denver's targeted industrial and commercial business areas and also to stimulate revitalization of neighborhood retail districts. So we have a long history of, you know, lending out funds to a wide variety of businesses and, It's important to note that these are gap financing programs where we could provide up to, uh, depending on which fund is used, up to 25% or up to 50% of the financing needed for the project. Um, uh, You know, business owners need to come in with viable business plans, obviously, but also with money at the table as far as, you know, equity or other lending sources um, to, to bring it forth. So by no means is it full Financing through the city by any means, but it's it's a it's a gap financing program. It's designed kind of we use the lingo lingo but for like if it weren't for this program, uh, the business expansion or the business startup wouldn't be able to get off the ground. So we're really looking for those unique types of situations. And Helen, are you familiar with the obviously the Santa Fe Drive corridor? Yes. Yeah. Drive you know, every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah very important vibrant corridor that that comes into downtown has been built up as an arts district in recent years as well but there's a long history for our office you know over the we did some math a couple of years ago and over over the past twenty five years our office has provided 87 small business loans and real estate loans as well uh, within that targeted area. That's one area. You know, I was talking about specific areas within the city, targeted industrial and commercial business areas. That's one area that we've focused on greatly in years past. Um, those loans, we've we've loaned a uh, collectively, we've loaned out close to $10 million in that area, and it's leveraged over um, over two and a half times that amount, over $25 million in equity. Um, that's just one example, but Highland Square, up uh, just uh, just to the west of town, and South South Broadway and the ballpark neighborhood, those are all different examples of you know neighborhoods throughout the city where our dollars are making an impact.
0: Were you uh, so you said South Broadway? I know that, and that's my city district over there. Uh-huh. So uh, they just revamped that. So you helped the businesses and the city with the redoing of that.
1: Yeah, there's individual businesses um, all along South Broadway, from you know as close to Spear all the way down uh, toward the Englewood border. Mm-hmm. Uh, individual businesses that have been have received gap financing through these two, two programs.
0: So I'm going to ask you the question that every business. Person is thinking right now, uh, what do I need to get approved for this type of gap financing? Is this something you said that I needed a viable business plan? But is this something where you're checking my personal credit? You're checking my business credit? What do I need if I'm going to walk in and ask for this?
1: Sure. Yeah. There's you know there's comprehensive requirements and you know it's money from it's money from the city and county, so as you can imagine, there's there's all sorts of requirements to go through, and, you know, we're a lender, just like a private lender is, so we have uh, under, underwriting requirements and policies and procedures to go through for uh, loan approval, and we have a limited amount of funds each year as well, so we're looking for uh, the most promising of projects out there. So, really, the first step, I would refer people to our website, milehigh.com, um, And we have, you know, our our business lending programs are detailed there. We have a a detailed matrix as far as the program criteria, as far as the the loan requirements, um, the funding availability, and uh, other areas as well. And there's also specific geographic areas for each of the loan funds within the city.
0: Okay. And so, are there certain zones that have better luck than others? Are there certain zones that get tax credits? How do I know if I'm in that zone or if I have an upper step because I'm in an area like Santa Fe where you're trying to build and revitalize that? How do I get more information about that sort of stuff?
2: Yeah, absolutely, Helen. The program that you're referring to, I believe, one of the programs anyway, is the Enterprise Zone Tax Credit Program. And the Enterprise Zone Tax Credit Program is actually statewide. So I would recommend to any businesses that may be listening outside of Denver – Uh, Do a search on the state of Colorado's website to determine whether or not your particular county administers this program and how you potentially can take advantage of it and tap into it. But basically, within the city and county of Denver, there are various pockets and regions uh, much along the industrial corridors and commercial corridors and that sort of thing that really reward businesses for locating within that particular zone. Um, and there are up to nine tax credits that a business potentially may be able to take advantage of by virtue of location. Uh, so, for the sake of our discussion, Helen, you know you mentioned South Broadway, you mentioned Santa Fe. Those are excellent examples of uh, particular regions that do fall within the Denver Enterprise Zone. So, some of the more commonly c- claimed credits include job creation. Anytime a business is creating jobs, there potentially is our uh, tax credits behind each new hire. Uh, The initial purchase of equipment, there's a particular tax credit uh, for that particular item, Uh, training programs, health insurance, and that sort of thing. Um, So, you know, I certainly encourage any Denver-based businesses, uh, again, the I-70 corridor would be a great example, north and south of one particular region that falls within this zone. I encourage Denver businesses to go to milehigh.com, and there's a link titled Business Services, and then within that link, the enterprise zone. So any Denver business can actually input their, uh, their local address to determine whether or not they happen to fall within this zone. Um, and it's a good program to keep in mind anytime a business is planning a relocation or expansion. You know, it certainly behooves him or her to consider that particular area when making those decisions.
0: Um, so I hope, I hope that provides a good overview. Oh, that's excellent. So, when we're talking tax credits, are we talking like local tax credits, federal tax credits? It, it, it's state tax credits, Helen. It's, it's state. Okay. At the state level. Correct.
2: Correct. And for any any specific questions, we have an enterprise zone administrator, uh, and her her name is Catherine O'Connor. So, we we certainly would welcome any specific technical questions in that regard. Oh, I know Catherine. She's very very
0: good at what she does right (laughs) involved with a lot of good things so and in regards to the tax zone also um, would are you finding that most CPAs or businesses that help or uh, the businesses that help businesses with their taxes are familiar with these are you finding that this is something that people don't know about absolutely
2: that's a really good question it's kind of a mixed bag um, statistically speaking, you know, I don't know if fifty percent within the zone are optimizing this particular benefit, but uh, you know, my team conducts a lot of door to door outreach, and we're certainly finding that this is one of the one of the better kept secrets. So uh, yeah, it's kind of a mixed bag as to whether or not businesses are aware and utilizing this benefit, um but it's certainly a core program that our office is marketing and uh, really trying to get
0: the messaging out. That's good to know because sometimes I know if I was a business owner, I would be wondering, can I depend on my CPA or whatever to know this or should I double check? And I think that what you're saying is just double check because it will take you just a second and then you'll know. Absolutely. So we've talked a little bit about capital, and you are talking about how you help with capital, labor, and markets. Can you talk a little bit more about that labor part? How do you help businesses with recruitment, training, or anything in regards to that?
2: Yeah, absolutely. We have a lot of exciting things going on with our workforce development program. And I'll mention there are four workforce centers throughout the city and county of Denver that assist businesses and job seekers alike. Uh, So for businesses looking to hire job seekers to looking to gain meaningful employment, we definitely have a lot of partnerships in that regard. Uh, At a minimum, a business can come to us seeking recruitment assistance uh, and post their job opportunities on a statewide website, and that website is connectingcolorado.com. And as I mentioned, it's a a statewide website that really uh, holds a robust of job seekers statewide. Um, so again, at a minimum, we're certainly happy to
0: to make that pairing. So connectingcolorado.com is that? Did you say that's something that the business post jobs at, or something that the people that are looking for yeah. jobs go to? The simple like- answer is both. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> right. Right. So let's say a business has a uh, is hiring for a receptionist. That business mm-hmm. go on to connectingcolorado.com and post that job opportunity free of charge. And then, you know, hopefully within a day or so, they start seeing a lot of hits coming through in terms of uh, candidates that are qualified for that particular position.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Absolutely. So it's like the same, it's similar to Career Builder without the charge. Correct, correct. Okay, that's really helpful for businesses. Uh, are there any services as far as uh, labor that, are related to that, or anything like? Cer- you mentioned certification earlier. What types of certifications are there?
2: You know, Helen, and actually, if I can back up, can I expand on the recruitment and training piece? Oh, definitely, absolutely. Okay, so again, at a at a at a minimum, we offer this free statewide website that really is a great asset to the business community as well as job seekers. Whenever a business has a need to hire, uh, you know, let's say, ten or more uh, staff. We have, we have the capabilities of, of coordinating a customized recruitment for that particular business. So I mentioned earlier that we have four uh, various Denver workforce sites throughout the city and county of Denver. We have space available that if ever a business would want to uh, conduct in-person interviews on site, uh, if a business would have a need for, again, a customized job fair, so to speak, we certainly have that capability. Uh, one, of, one of the latest and greatest programs that uh, – that we're promoting we have monies earmarked uh, for the business and nonprofit community that are looking to hire and train uh, so so very exciting things going on in terms of in terms of the new hires if a business has a full-time permanent position available uh, and they're they're looking to hire locally again here we have some monies earmarked uh, for reimbursement purposes uh, we look at of course businesses that are paying into workers' compensation, unemployment insurance, offer minimally minimum wage, um, and and potentially have some advancement opportunities within that particular position. So, again, it's it's a program that that we're really promoting and wanting to get the messaging and the word out. So any businesses, again, looking to hire, and the positions, again, are permanent and full-time, and full-time we look at 32 hours of work per week or greater. we certainly would love to continue the conversation. Uh, The reimbursement, uh, by and large, is 50% of the new hires' wages, up to 50% uh, over a one- to six-month training period. So, again, we'd love to promote that further and uh, certainly
0: welcome any any inquiries regarding that particular program. That sounds like a pretty fantastic program if you're trying to grow. and. Yeah, you just—it's a little bit of relief as far as cost when it comes to training.
1: Yeah, we've heard from employers how it helps ease the burden for them in some cases for adding new hires to their payroll. And as an organization, as Carrie stressed, we're really looking for partnerships with businesses so that you know, following the training subsidy period, um, you know, these employees are kept on long-term, obviously pending performance. Um, and hopefully in positions where they could advance and contribute greater to the economy
2: and I can't remember Helen if I previously mentioned that uh, the workforce centers conduct the recruitment so again as as, as, as uh, there's that need and we see those job descriptions you know referencing that receptionist position mm-hmm. once once we receive a job description we then we then identify top candidates within our database again okay. top- from ConnectingColorado.com, we identify those candidates and, you know, perhaps refer on the, you know, the top 10, 12 individuals,
0: and then the business has the opportunity to extend the offer. Okay. That sounds like a definitely, like you said earlier with the lending program, which is uh, if it weren't for this program, we maybe couldn't do it. It sounds very similar. If it weren't for this program, we maybe couldn't hire on this full-time person, and now we can.
1: Yeah, and one thing that's really cool about the program, too, it's kind of a two-fold program. It supports new hires, but it also supports training opportunities for, you know, for staff that are already on board with the company. Okay. Uh, Yeah, training subsidies, they can can be applied for what we call customized training. So an employer. if they have a case where they need to provide trading in order to remain competitive within their industry or field, they could apply for these subsidies and, you know, cases, there's a wide variety of different cases, but it might include like the introduction of new technologies for your firm. And you make a case for that and, and there's possibility of funds being available to support that. So it's, it's really two distinct groups, which is really, really cool for businesses.
0: That is cool. And I, I, a question about this program, is it restricted to a certain size business or is any business that can take, in, uh, take advantage of it?
2: There there are no size requirements uh, and there are no uh, geographic requirements. So we've, we've assisted businesses uh, with this particular program because they're federal monies uh, in Aurora, in Littleton, in Lakewood, and that sort of thing. And I guess uh, the other element that I want to stress is that uh, the monies can be used for both businesses as well as nonprofit organizations. Oh, nonprofits
0: also then? Yes, exactly. Okay. And um, so I'm looking at the question I asked earlier. Is there other services that we have, the certification services specifically you mentioned earlier uh, when we were talking about the small women? Uh, <laughs> what exactly are you offering?
1: Yeah, I mean, in a nutshell, this is our. Uh, Business certification programs. Um, You know, these programs they create market opportunities, as I mentioned before, for small, small businesses, Mm -hmm. women-owned businesses, and for minority-owned businesses as well. And it really centers around the construction fields and professional services associated with with construction and airport concessions as well. Um, You know, the expenditure of public dollars on construction projects. We try to ensure market opportunities for uh, for these different for these different segments, and our, our certification programs have really grown over the years. We currently have over 900 companies uh, around that have enrolled in these, these separate certification programs. And where it really comes to light is when you look at the dollars associated with this, uh, when you think about public construction projects in, in Denver, in the city and county, uh, the new Justice Center, which just opened uh, in downtown just west of Civic Center Park, uh, the, the Justice Center and the, the Denver Jail there, uh, over a four-year period when you tally up the, the amount of funds that went to small-owned businesses in the construction space and women and minority-owned businesses, it's over $46 million in contracting opportunities. So uh, you talk about access to markets. This is clearly one one way where we're providing access um, in, in within this industry.
0: Well, you've definitely, I think, Proven, if to no one else, to me, that you do provide access to capital, labor, and markets with the stuff that you do. What other organizations do you partner with to get your goals met, and how do they help serve people?
2: Yeah, absolutely. That's a great question, Helen. We have a whole slew of community partners that we collaborate with. A couple that I want to mention actually hold office hours in our Business Assistance Center at the Wellington Webb Building downtown. Uh, Rocky Mountain Microfinance Finance Institute, uh, they're, again, a, a local micro lender, and they, they provide uh, startups as well as established businesses not only financing, um, but they offer a whole slew of business workshops. One of the services that's included in that is uh, a plan to draft one's business plan. So, again, any, any uh, young business startup that's interested in perhaps, uh, you know, attending uh, workshops and getting some meaningful startup business counseling, Rocky Mountain Micro Finance, Finance Institute, again, is in our office every Wednesday morning, so they're a strong partner. Another lender out in the community is Accion. Uh, they hold office hours in our business assistance center uh, every Monday afternoon. So, again, we certainly welcome that collaboration because a startup or established business can certainly gain uh, meaningful city referrals, but also, uh, again, referrals regarding lenders within our community. And Axiom, I believe, can lend uh, up to $300,000. So, again, we have a pretty pretty diverse array of community lenders out there. Another organization that uh, holds office hours within our business assistance center is Colorado PTAC. And PTAC is an acronym that stands for Procurement and Technical Assistance Center. And essentially, they provide information to businesses that are interested in obtaining a government contract. Uh, whether that be at the local, state, or federal level, so so any business that has a desire to learn more about contracting with the government, Ptex is an excellent entity to partner with. Um, certainly, we get a lot of legal questions, and we have a good partnership with uh, DU's Community Economic Development Law Clinic. So we we certainly partner with them in terms of assisting businesses that and nonprofit organizations that have legal needs and and legal
0: concerns. Um, so, you know, I could go on and on. and It sounds like it. <laughs> but if they want more information, they should just come and talk to you, right?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. I should, I should mention um, another tight partner of ours in the community is the Mikasa Resource Center. They're a local nonprofit organization that provides a whole slew of services. But in particular, they offer bilingual services. So certainly we get a lot of businesses that, that may have that need, and, uh, and they're a tight partner. And Helen, least but not last but not least, the Denver Community Credit Union is certainly our partner <laughs> you know, embrace that wholeheartedly. So we certainly certainly have appreciated that.
0: Well, thank you very much. I know that we work with a lot of those same partners and I, I've been impressed and we actually had Rocky Mountain Microfinance do a radio show for us I too that people to can listen to. Yeah. Ben and Brandon were fantastic. <laughs> they are. So we heard our warning. We have about a minute left. Can you sign off with your contact information, your phone number, and website again in case people have more questions?
1: Again, it's the Denver Office of Economic Development with the city and county of Denver. Our website address is www.milehigh.com. That's M-I-L-E-H-I-G-H.com. And our main switchboard phone is 720 913-1999. We mentioned the Business Assistance Center. That's located in the Wellington Eweb Municipal Office Building at 201 West Colfax.
0: Excellent. And the one at DIA. Well, thank you very much for your time today. I think that there is a lot of valuable information. You definitely do a lot for our businesses. And you mentioned not just our businesses, but our neighborhoods and our citizens as a whole. And I just thank you for your time. And I... Hope that uh, more people know about you after this and use your resources.
2: Thank you so much, Helen. Thank you. Bye. Bye.